Welcome to the Guardrail Podcast. This is a podcast about what it looks like when you ask God to give you eyes to see and ears to hear. We describe all the many things God has shown us as we have pursued a deeper walk with Him. I'm Rachel. And I'm Fa. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for uh, listening. Yes. Thanks for tuning in. Yes. And thank you for sending us messages about the podcast. You know who you are. <laughs> yeah. Actually, a lot of people sent messages, which is pretty cool. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um. Well, <laughs> you're the one that are tells you talking- me. <laughs> You're the one I was thinking me. someone was sending you a message, no. and I'm learning this information for the first now. time. <laughs> I would have told that. Okay. To you. Well, yes. Thank you for the feedback. Thanks for listening. We definitely appreciate it. Yeah. Um, share this with people so other people can hear it. Yeah. Like and subscribe on our Instagram, YouTube, <laughs> and now we have a new website that Fa made. Yeah. So we're like all official up in here. Yeah, we are the yeah. guardrailpodcast.com. Yeah, and we have an email if you wanted to potentially get in touch with us. The, or I guess you could, the now that we have social media, yeah. we have social media, I guess you can just comment. No one's getting in touch with us. It's like no. a few weirdos <laughs> on YouTube, but that's whatever. Some people had the audacity to tell us we were not famous. <laughs> <laughs> One guy said we were weird and not famous. <laughs> That was funny. That was funny. I I guess it makes sense though when I think about it because there's no paparazzi outside. Um, yeah. Nobody is following us on the socials. <laughs> yeah. So I guess when you think about it, it does add up. So thank thank you that one guy. I know. Now right? we know we're not famous, which is good. About that other guy, like you're nuts if you think there's a higher being. Or no, whatever. no, no. He said celestial being. Celestial. And at first, being. I was like, what is that? <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Well, I don't refer to God that way, but yeah. People are trolls. That's funny. It's good times. Yeah. Anyway, so all of our feedback so far has been unkind, but you know, we're going to keep going. <laughs> so that's okay. Um, you know, we're just going to truck on through. Um, right. I don't know if that's the right way to say that, but what does it mean? <laughs> keep on trucking. Keep on trucking, you know? What do you yeah. want to talk about today? So today we're going to talk about... Uh, something God showed me, like many of the other episodes, mm-hmm. um, as the theme of our podcast. Well, first I want to say, is there anything God's showing you, Fa, or telling you? There are plenty of things, but I don't, uh, if if I'm going to share, it's going to be later. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I'll see where you're going and I'll see if oh, I see. my stuff fits. If, you know what I'm saying? You know. You're not too above my quality. Yeah. Yeah, So this one, one vision, if whatever, whatever you want to call it, perturbed me quite a bit because I didn't like what I was seeing and it took a long time to get any kind of clarity on it. Right. Um, I was praying one day and getting in God's presence and I was like, kind of like kneeling, like I was kind of like. I don't know, my head was down or whatever. And as I put my head down, I saw this like creepy claw come at my hair. <laughs> it was like, um, it was a black claw. It looked like spider legs to me, but it was a hand and it had, um, 
gold rings around it, but not like jewelry rings, but just like as like its skin was had rings naturally right. or whatever. And it like grabbed at the back of my head. And so like immediately I was like, okay, that's <laughs> not the vibe, Jesus. What is this? So I yeah. was like rebuking it and I was like, oh, that's weird. Why am I seeing that? And like, maybe I'm just making it up, whatever. So I'm praying and I, I, I go back down, like I kneel it, like my, I bow again, I guess I should say it's the right posture is what I had. Right. And I'm, I'm praying and I see it again. And like this time I saw it like grab my hair and like drag me. And I was in the living room. I saw it like drag me into the kitchen, which is right next to the living room. And I was like, what the heck? And, um, so like immediately I'm like, okay, that's evil. Something evil's happening here. You know, yeah. like the enemy's after me naturally. So let me just rebuke the enemy real quick and get back to Jesus time. So I'm like praying and, and rebuking the enemy and like, what is that? You know, whatever, whatever. And I just kept seeing it. And then um, I kept seeing this claw. And so I, I'm like, okay, I'm not making this up. Maybe God's trying to tell me something and it's not just like, I don't know. Right, but I kept thinking like, okay, it's probably the enemy. So I would just rebuke the enemy, yeah, and ask the Holy Spirit, what is happening? Is the enemy trying to like mess with me? What's going on? So I'm praying, and I start to see like the the hand is connected to this, and bear with me, it's weird. All of this is weird, <laughs> but <laughs> um, it, it was connected to this like cat looking creature. It, yeah, like it looked like a cat with like a human not a human body, but like it was all black and it had like a ring around its like neck, like as in design, like, yeah, like almost looked like a necklace, but it wasn't, it actually looked like that Egyptian goddess, um, that whatever that cat is, I don't know what it's called, yeah, but it looked just like about, that. Yeah. yeah. So I actually like Googled that cat God thing and it, it didn't applied to my vision but just look like that <laughs> but i don't know maybe it did and i just missed it but anyway so i'm praying and i see this cat and i actually saw it like the whole picture at this point because i started to see more in this vision and i saw jesus in the live in the kitchen our kitchen island and i saw this cat like kind of like sneak pack past jesus to the living room and then like it was kind of like, wow, he's just going to let me like grab her. And so yeah. it did. And it just like grabbed me. And then it started dragging me around Whoa. the kitchen. Yeah. And Jesus, it, it was so weird. Like Jesus was like on a coffee break or something. It was odd. <laughs> That's why I was like, this must be me making this up because like, why would Jesus be like, he like legit was on a coffee break. He was talking to an angel or something and <laughs> it was like drinking coffee and like kind of like not aware of what was going on. Yeah. So I was like, what is happening? So I'm praying. And like rebuking it, I'm like, the enemy's after me. What's this going on? You know, I'm praying and praying, praying. That whole night I'm praying about it and like really like was not cool with this, what I saw. Um, but I, I did not get any clarity at all. And so I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go to sleep. You know, I'm like, God, hopefully right. you help me out here, but whatever, right? By this time, you already learned that, you know, what? maybe you go to sleep. Next day you pray, you get some answers. Yeah, that is that is kind of what I've learned. Sometimes yeah. like I just, like I, I'm not going to know it. And But a lot of times what I'm finding out is as I'm falling asleep, like I'll just hear a quick like the Holy Spirit be like, oh, it's this. And then go to sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I wake up, I was like, was that you, Holy Spirit? What did you say to me? Anyway, um, so I, I like go to bed and like the next day I'm praying about it and I... 
again, don't have any clarity about it. I'm praying about it for like ever. And, um, the next time I'm praying, like I'm praying throughout the day basically and whatever. Right, right. And the next night I have like that I'm praying like a prayer time. I start to see a little bit more with it. Like I, I see this thing like dragging me around and, um, leading me to, and this is kind of weird, but like leading me to this pile of, I thought it was like other people, but like, right. it, it was like people that were in the same kind of posture, like, you know, face down, n- like kneeling or whatever into a pyramid of these people. It was like, he dragged my body over to this like pile of people and made a pyramid out of us. And like, just tag, right. like just stacked us all above each other. And I was like, this is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Mm. And, um, I was like, I don't know, man. That's weird. So I'm praying. <laughs> I don't get it. And um, I don't remember if you involved me in this. I don't you know. Pray for me. Uh, I dogs. don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't think so. Um, but anyway, so and then I saw this like cat thing like standing on top of this pyramid that it's made, and it was like kind of like he was he was trying to like pawn us off pawn these bodies it's so odd off to like people who are passing by it was like we were at disney world and it was like people were walking by and it was like he was like trying to like pass sell us it. off it yeah. like sell us it was weird it was very strange i had no us, explanation it was just you well okay so i'll skip forward to this part i thought it was other people that just look, looked like me but what i learned is that when i saw closer it was actually just copies of me Okay. It was just like replicas of me. And I was like, I don't know what's happening. So mm-hmm. odd. So yeah, they were just, it was just me. I was dressed the same and it was right, just right. multiple versions of me. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, that's weird. So I was praying about that. I'm like, it's me. What is going on? And I'm, finally, I'm just like, Holy Spirit, what am I supposed to pray about this? Um, You know, I don't, because you know how it goes. So this is what I've learned is like, okay, so. I was automatically like, it's the enemy. So I start rebuking the enemy. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. you can go right to H-E-L-L, enemy, <laughs> and you leave me alone. And, you know, <laughs> you're bad. And I don't have to be afraid of you and whatever you're showing me. And you don't yeah. have to drag me around. I'm not somebody for you to drag around. <laughs> I'm a child of God. And I'm like, I'll do my warfare Put thing. a hedge of protection around That's me. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> send your angels <laughs> to warfare you know getting all wild until so finally i was like okay holy spirit what am i supposed to pray about this what do you want me to know about this and i be i don't know how i i, I don't know if the holy spirit told me or what but once i saw that it was copies of self like coffee copies of myself right i was like hmm maybe this isn't um you know the enemy maybe it's something to do with me so i'm praying about that and um i didn't get any clarity but while i was driving home from work like the next day i started to pray about it and i felt like the holy spirit was telling me it's like this is a copycat and i was like what okay right right the crap okay and and i was like copycat copy of what and he was like copy of self this is your flesh Mm. you're being led by your flesh and I was like, this, my flesh is dragging me by the hair and leading me. Wow. And I was like, hmm, okay. So like something, um, what is that? You know? Okay. So I'm praying that I would, I, I didn't know what that meant. I had no idea what that meant. And I'm praying, praying, praying about it. Cause I don't know what that means. And I don't even know what I'm supposed to pray about copies of self. What right. does that mean? You know? 
And so I'm praying about that. And, um, I start to see, um, Jesus, it was kind of like the end sort of, it was like Jesus had, um, I don't know how to say it. Okay. So, all right, I should back up. So I started to see like me as I got some clarity fighting back this thing was grabbing my hair and then I saw myself taking it by the arm and like getting it off my hair. Yeah. And then I was like, I had like pinned this cat down. Right. And I was like, Oh my God, I got to kill this cat, but I don't know how to kill it. I don't have anything to kill right, it with. Right, right. And I'm look, looking around for something to kill it. And as I turn over to my left, there was Jesus. And it was like, he was not oblivious the whole time. He knew exactly what was going on. Yeah. And he had a knife in his hand, like already ready for me by the time I even looked at him. And he was like beaming, like super happy. And so I took this Mm. knife and I just like slayed this cat, right? Yeah. And so anyway, I see that and and I'm like, what? But what what, what is this cat though? What am I slaying? What self? Like what flesh is this? What I don't understand. And I was like, why did I see myself like killing it before I even knew what it was? And like even being able to, you know, conquer it or get over it or pray about it or whatever. And the Holy Spirit was like, that's because in the end, you always have victory. You are always victorious in the wow. end. And I was like, oh, okay, all right. But so I, I was like, cool, that's good. But like, what does this mean? And let me tell you something. This is probably one of the more frustrating visions I've I've had because it took me so long. And this was like one of the longer, now it's like, geez, sometimes it takes me forever to figure out what's happening. But this one was like one of the more, the first long process (laughs) so i was like what is going on first time you had to dig for you really dig yeah Yeah. this one was like a lot of effort to like Mm. pray and just trying to hear the holy spirit on it and so i'm praying and like a week goes by i don't know anything more than what i just shared i'm like what is this cat represent god and i'm like super upset because i don't know what's going on right i'm like talking to other people about it at this point and like nothing they say registers you know whatever taking it out on me that's not true (laughs) take my frustrations out on you i take my hunger out on you (laughs) (laughs) but anyway um so i'm praying 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 and again i don't get any clarity on it but what i do understand is that this is some kind of flesh and that i'm being led by the flesh and it is like copies of self Hmm. So I was like, okay, so what copies of self. And so I'm trying to like piece this together and I'm like, okay, God. So I'm like asking him like, all right, I don't want to be led by the flesh. Like whatever this is, I don't want to be led by the flesh. Yeah. And so I'm praying about, I'm against that. And I'm, I'm like, okay, so copies of self, like, am I trying to promote myself or something? Like, am I trying to make myself bigger than what I am? Like, am I... It, like in the pyramid situation where he was like selling copies of me, it was right. kind of like people had their attention on the pile of me's. And I was like, am I trying to be famous or something or be seen or known or whatever? And I just, and nothing registered. I didn't know what it was still. And it was kind of a whole thing. So maybe two weeks go by. I still don't know what's going on. Oh, I don't remember. It was that long. It was a long time. I'm pretty sure it was at least two weeks. Mm. And I was fed up about it and kind of basically just gave up on it. But, um, because I don't know what the stupid cat was. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so one night I'm praying and I'm like falling asleep and I'm like super 
I'm tired. <laughs> That's why I was falling asleep. Twilight Zone. Yeah, I was like, I fell asleep for a minute. And I'm like trying to pray. And why does God always talk at that time? I don't know, but it, he didn't talk to me when I was sleeping. I woke up and I was like, ah, oh, no, I got to pray. I got to pray. I'm like, and I was like fed up too because none of my prayer times were that good because I was so frustrated. And then I was mm. also like just not feeling God's presence and that's just a bummer all the way around. I've been there. Yeah. Yeah, you have. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I'm like, no, God, I have to be with you. I have to be with you. Like, I, I, I have to. You have to talk to me. Like, I'm like, the freaking spirit is willing but the flesh is weak right now like I, but i am going to be with you jesus and i'm i'm praying right i'm like no way i'm not like not gonna like i have to hear from you like i was just like desperate like even i didn't even need to know what the cat was but just at that point i was like i i have to be with god or i'm gonna bust you know yeah and so i'm praying that and i start to see a bathtub like, like it was like Jesus went over to the bath and turned on the bathtub for me. And I was like, hmm, what's this? And um, <laughs> now you're talking my language. Yeah, yeah. I was like, bath times are always good. But um, yeah, Jesus was like, I'm going to draw you a bath. And I was like, okay. And so I like, saw the water fill up in the bathtub and there was like soap in there and like a rubber ducky in there. And right. I was like, what is this? And he was like, yeah, you know, rubber duckies are like fun little bath time toys, you know, for Mm -hmm. babies and stuff. And it's just like, I just, you know, kind of thought of this image of like a little baby, like happy, happy and clapping in the bathtub. Right. Our little babies did. And, and I just, just heard that verse, you know, like in my presence, there is fullness of joy. You know, I just started feeling God's presence at that point. And I was like, okay. And, and Jesus was like, yeah, I'm going to draw you a bath. And I was like, okay, let's do that. That's good. And so, I saw like this this whole process of like a bath time like you like you take your clothes off and and you you get into the bath and yeah. you, you know you get you play in the bath and you get you know warm and happy in the bubbles and all the things you know as like, like I basically look like a little baby at this I was a baby at this point Right right So I'm a little baby in this bathtub and Jesus is like washing me I saw Jesus wash me and I was like super happy and you know it was a whole thing Right, and then he took me out of the bath, and I saw like him dry me, and then I saw him like put lotion on my skin and like rub me and massage me because like little babies you like massage them like it's such a nice little tender moment like with you mm, when you have yeah, a little yeah. baby like you touch them and like you know it's just so nice and grab that fat yes the fat rolls all those things they're so <laughs> chubby it's like so precious you know yeah and then i saw jesus like had warm pajamas for me and like those onesie pajamas are fire dude like those are always the best you know yeah. you know what i'm talking about like yeah. the fleece ones like yeah, they're yeah. so warm and cozy i'm assuming for babies they look warm and cozy for me i don't know <laughs> i've but, never worn them but. yeah I, I don't think i've experienced them but definitely i remember putting them in our on our kids and then I saw him like take me over to, um, it's just so funny too, by the way, because you were asleep at this time and I could hear you snoring through the walls because you <laughs> snore so bad. And we've already talked about this on here, but, um, I was like, Oh no, he's going to like tuck me in like next to fun. He snores and it's just not comfortable up there, <laughs> you know? But he was like, no, 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 don't worry. I'm going to put you on the couch. So I'm like, I saw him bring me to the couch and, and lay me down and like tuck me in and as a, as a baby and read me a bedtime story. And it was just like super sweet and like 
comforting and peaceful and just all the things you'd imagine amazing bath time would be for a baby, you know? Yeah. So content. And I'm like, wow, this is so beautiful. And I love this. But Jesus, why are you showing this to me? Like, why are you drawing me a bath? And I'm praying about that. And then then I, I felt like the Holy Spirit was saying to me, he was like, you know, to, to take a bath, you have, there has to be an undressing, right? Cause like you, you right. know, you go back to the beginning again. Like what did we do first? We took our clothes off. Cause that's what you have to do when you go into the bathtub. You, yeah. you strip off all of your clothes and there's an undressing. And I was like, yeah, God, there's an undressing. And he was like, you need to be undressed. And I was like, okay. And I'm like, so what is that? I'm like, I can kind of pick up some of the vibes here now, right. now that I'm well-versed and I'm not well-versed in anything, but I'm just, I, I can, I can calculate the obvious here. I'm you just know like, where okay, this is going. I know where this is going, God. And so what does, what do I need to, am I sinning? Like what's happening? What do I need to undress? Like what's wrong with me? You know? Yeah. Um, you know, what is the undressing that I need to do? Um, like, I don't know that I'm actively sinning, but Hey, sometimes you mess up and you don't know it and yeah. God's telling you. So I'm like, am I doing something wrong? And I don't know it. Like, am I, you know, just too much of the world or something like what's going on? Right, right. You know, um, so I'm asking the Holy spirit and, um, you know, he, he brought me, like, he kind of reminded me of like, you know, Genesis and like just Adam and Eve and how they were, um, you know, fully, bear in the garden until they sinned and right. you know and then they they cover themselves up and he, mm. and the holy spirit was like why do you think that they cover themselves up and i was like well they were ashamed and he's like yep and um why do you wear clothes and i was like well because you need to cover up your you know sensitive areas and you don't want to be exposed and right. you know whatever right and and the holy spirit was like yeah you cover your sensitive areas and you hide things and that's why you wear clothes. I was like, yep, these all check out Holy Spirit. <laughs> and then the Holy Spirit was like, um, when you're naked, you're honest. Right. Because there's nothing to hide. Yeah. You can see everything. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's true. It's true. And I was like, Holy Spirit, I don't know what I'm supposed to ask you. Like, what yeah. are you getting at? I don't know. I don't know what I don't know. You know, it's I just... And, and the Give Holy, it to me straight. Yeah, right? And like the Holy Spirit was like, you need to be honest. You need to be naked. You need to be bare before me. And I was like, okay, like, I'll be honest with you. Like, am I, I for sure, like, am I the worst? I don't know. Yeah, probably. Like, what do <laughs> I need to undress? Like, I really didn't get it. And he was like, you need to be honest. And I was like, Holy Spirit, I don't know what I'm not being honest about. I'm frustrated just listening. I know. I was like, what am I not being honest about? And he's like, I'm, I'm like, I'll be honest with you about anything. Like, you already know stuff. So I'm like, what's the point of hiding from you, God? Like, yeah. what am I not being honest with you about? And he was like, no, 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 not honest with me. Honest with yourself. Hmm. You need to be honest with yourself. And I was like, um, okay, what am I not being honest with myself? Hmm. And he said, the cat represented something of self, something of flesh. It's like, what are you not being honest about with yourself and I'm, I'm praying about this and I'm like geez I don't know I, I know that it was something of self right so I'm like am I selfish and I'm like nope it's not that I'm like am I I guess self-centered is another self thing yeah. you know I'm just pulling out the selves that I know you know am I um you know 
I don't know. I'm just, I'm just going through it all. Like, am I selfish? Am I, you know, self-centered? Am I trying to be like, again, I'm thinking about that pyramid and people seeing me and being known and just kind of like whatever. And I was like, you know, am I, uh, self-seeking am i you know trying to promote myself am i trying to be famous and 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 all these things didn't really like register right and um so i'm I'm just praying about that and 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 he was and the holy spirit again was just like no just be honest with yourself and so i kind of sat in that in a little bit and and i was like copies of self and i was like the pyramid I'm like, do I want to be known or something? Like, I know I already mentioned that, but it was like almost like that was kind of not it, but maybe closer, yeah. warmer, yeah, yeah, yeah. hotter, you know, hot, 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 getting hotter. And I was like, I want to, and I was like, and then it's just like the Holy Spirit like revealed to me. He's like, no, you don't want to be known, but you want to be better. And mm. I was like, I want to be better. And then it just all kind of hit. I was like, the Holy Spirit was like, you're, you're self-righteous. It's like, mm. you want to be better. And I was like, oh my God. And he's like, your need to be better, your need to be, to feel self-righteous or to promote yourself in that way or to be like above others is leading you and is pulling you and is dragging you around and you're being led by that. And it's it's a thing of self. It's like, you want to be better. You want to, you're self-righteous. Wow. And I I was like, oh my God, I'm self-righteous. And at first I'm like, I am like, what does that even actually mean? You know, I don't even know that I know what that actually means, but immediately I began to remember something of my childhood. And, and what I've, what I saw was, is that this was a problem way back when that has stayed with me, the need and the feeling that I'm better. Right. And, um, I remember like, I remember this one time, um, actually it's funny, I, I remember doing it and then I remember watching it later on like VHS. Like it was VBS back when I was like nine years old. <laughs> and um, we were at VBS and everybody in like, it was like the, the end of VBS and they had the like celebration like service thing or whatever right. to end VBS, like the the grand finale of it or whatever it's called. Yeah. And like all the parents there and like we're all like, you know, singing and we have like little motions that we've learned throughout the whole (laughs) week, you know, of our little Christian songs and everyone's doing the motions. And I don't even remember like not participating, but I didn't participate because I didn't want to look stupid. Like all these other stupid little nine year olds (laughs) idiots over here. I I, I didn't want to look stupid. And I, I wanted, I thought I was above that. To, yeah. to dance and to like have fun I thought I was above it like mm. I was too good for it yeah. <laughs> and so I remember watching the VHS and like it's funny because my parents they're like look at this Rachel there you are and, and I was like so stoic and just standing <laughs> while everyone all these other little kids were like going nuts dancing lifting yeah. their hands doing all the motions and it's just me like being like you guys are morons like yeah look how stupid you look right and the holy spirit brought that back to my memory and i was like oh my god yeah that's self-righteousness that's actually being so i actually thought i was too good to do that Mm. and that feeling has never left and i'm like oh my god it's true i'm self-righteous and i wept like it was like this is something like from freaking childhood that it mm. like just popped out of me. Yeah. And it, the weight of that was so heavy that I realized I'm, 
I'm self-righteous, you know? Yeah. And so I am like, you know, bawling and stuff and like just repenting and like repenting, repenting, like, oh my God. Cause like, man, when it's the Holy Spirit, it's the Holy Spirit. And, and yeah. so I'm just like, you know, weeping in his presence because like, I'm, it's true. I'm self-righteous. And then the Holy Spirit was like, yeah, you've let your self-righteousness lead you your whole life and drag you around. And, and he's like, but in the end you always have victory and that you need to put your flesh to death, you know? And that yeah. was me like slicing up that cat, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, okay. And he was like, here's the thing. He's like, you have been taking baths with your clothes on. And he's like, because you have not been able to be honest with yourself. So you have not undressed before me. And so it's like, you've, you've, you've taken, I saw the whole bath scene again. And this time I saw myself, I was in the bathtub and I had clothes on and he was right. like, you know, I'll, you can still take a bath when you have clothes on. We can try our best. And like, I saw Jesus trying his best to clean me, but I had clothes on. It's like, you're not going right. to be that clean. You know what I mean? So he cleaned the parts he could get to. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting in this bath water. And then he was like, you're, the things of the world or the things of the flesh, it, it should be gone, you know, and it should be all down the drain. But he was like, you know, the problem is, is when you take a bath of clothes on, even if you let all that water go down the drain, there's still that water still on you. You still yeah. damp, your, your, your clothes still hold moisture. And he's like, he took me out of the bath and he dried me off and, you know, he, and he was like, I, I've, I've done my best to dry you, but I mean, geez, a towel's not going to completely, you know, dry you right away when you're wearing jeans and a shirt, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. And then so you're always just a little damp and and you're always just a little uncomfortable and not quite dry. And he was like, you know, I've, I try my best to, to get my touch on you and to, to put my lotion on you mm-hmm. and to, to have you, you know, touch your, your heart and touch you in ways, you know, all over the place and just like, you know, so that you can feel my presence in such a powerful way, in such a complete way. But he was like, you only have so much skin for me to touch. And so I touch what I can, but I can never touch all because you're right. still wearing clothes. That was so powerful. And and he was like, forget about the pajamas, the comfy pajamas that I want to put you in, the clothes that I have for you. I want to put you in, but I, I can't I can't do that because you're still choosing to wear your clothes. Right. And so, you know, I'll tuck you in. And I'll cover you, but again, it's like you're never going to feel completely at peace and comforted and complete because you still have these damp clothes on. And but I'll I'll still tuck you in. I'll still do my best to do the bedtime routine with you, and I'll read you a story. But he was like, I'm asking you, please, to undress and to be honest and to take off the things of the world, take off your self righteousness, so that I can clothe you in my clothes and mm. my righteousness, mm. so that you that the the bedtime te- routine can be complete, so that I can do the whole process, and you don't have to miss a step in the bedtime routine anymore, wow. in the bath time routine, in the wow. cleansing routine. He's like, but you have to undress. You have to be honest with yourself and you have to take off all your self-righteousness so that I can give you a close of righteousness. Mm-hmm. And he actually led me to um, a couple verses. Um, and it's so wild to me because I don't even know the Bible good enough to come up with this stuff, you know? Um, right. Like in Isaiah 61, it like literally talks about this <laughs> clothing and righteousness. Um Hang on, though. I got to find it. I'm going to scroll it up. Isaiah 61, um, 10. It's like, I delight greatly in the Lord. My soul rejoices in my God, 
For he has clothed me with garments of salvation, and arrayed me in a robe of his righteousness. As a bridegroom adorns his head like a priest, and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. For as the soil makes the sprout come up, and a garden causes seeds to grow, to the sovereign Lord will make righteousness and praise spring up before all nations. And it's like, I, I was brought to this verse, and there's another verse in uh, Zechariah. I'll read that one too, because it's just so good. Um, wait, is it Zechariah or Zephaniah? I think it's Zechariah. Hang on, I'm trying to read my... There's a Zephaniah in the Bible? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Where is it, though? Oh, Zechariah. There we go. Zechariah 3, 4. Okay. The angel said to those who were standing before him, Take off his filthy clothes. Then he said to Joshua, See, I have taken away your sin, and I will put fine garments on you. Then I had, then I said, Put a clean turban on his head, so that they put a clean turban on his head and clothed him while the angel of the Lord stood by. Um... So, I don't know. Anyway, um, he was like, I, I want to clothe you in my clothes, mm. in my pajamas. Yeah. But you have to undress. And so, I had to repent because this was, and I realized too, it's like, man, this was something from childhood. Like, my, my self-righteousness was something I just was ingrained in me. And um, I have been letting my, my flesh lead me for so many years. Like, of course, it took a long time to kind of pray through that and like kind of get that broken up and like kind of like till the ground, so to speak. Yeah. And so it took so long to kind of get that revelation. But um, basically like God was like, you know, I you've been missing steps in, in the bath time routine and I, I just want you to get the full, the full routine, yeah. the, all the steps, all the completed steps. And I like, I want you to be clothed in my clothes so that you're comfortable and you're not, you know, always a little bit of self in there, a little bit of the world in there, you know? Right. Um, so yeah, I had to repent a lot. I remember when you told me that I, um, related to that a lot because I had those experiences as a child. Did you? That you think that you're better than other people. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And that carries on. Like yeah. it doesn't. That didn't go away. Yeah. It gets rooted in there. What's funny about that is like, if you had asked me like, yeah, Rachel, do you think you're better than other people? I would not have said yes, like, and, and you thought think that. You are humble? I don't know that if it's even that. Maybe, yeah. Uh, no, I'm not. And you're but humble. But this is, this is what I've learned, is that I'm not honest with myself. And it's funny, because when I'm really, truly just like, okay, don't make excuses for yourself, just be brutally honest with yourself, I'm like, oh my God, yeah. Like, it's so obvious now that mm. I am. But I really lie to myself quite a lot. Yeah, but like it's, I think that it's not even like, be honest with yourself is you l deceived yourself. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like y you don't yeah. even know the truth. Like Yeah, that's true. You don't even know the truth. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like God had to show you this. It's not, it's so funny because we don't walk around knowing we're doing something bad mm -hmm. and uh, actively hiding it. We just, it's just like, it's, it's there and you don't know it. It's there and you don't see it. Yeah. You, know you don't mean? even see it. You don't see it. It's just like, a, a lot of things we just accept as like, oh, that's my nature or that's just whatever. Or mm. it's just, you've grown so like oblivious to your own yeah. actions or your own thoughts that you're like, well, 
I didn't remember. To like be Larry. fair, I don't even know if I knew what self-righteousness really was. I had to Google it. I was like, what does that even actually mean? Yeah. And when I Googled it, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah okay. Yep, that's me. <laughs> there it is right there. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of wild, you know? What What is in there? Huh? I don't know now. You want me to Google it again? Yeah. Okay. Um, Because the self-hatred one, when you looked it up, I was like, oh my God, I didn't know that's what that meant. Yeah, yeah. Like perfectionism? I don't know that was self-hatred. Yeah, well, it can be anyway. Um, So self-righteousness, having or characterized by a certainty, especially an unfounded one that is totally correct or morally superior. Um, Well... I guess that's, I mean, the, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much the, hang on, self-righteous, convinced of one's own righteousness, especially in contrast to the actions or beliefs of others. So it's funny because, you know, you think of like as a kid, it's like, why would a nine-year-old not be able to engage with other nine-year-olds and act goofy mm-hmm. and be silly? Yeah. Like they're yeah. nine. Like, well, why did I think that I was too good <laughs> to be silly? Yeah. You know? And uh, I just never before have I ever, ever questioned that, you know, like, oh, I don't want to look stupid. You know, yeah. I always am like that. I have been and not even honestly, thank God, not so much now because I've repented and actively am trying to be <laughs> clothed in his righteousness, not yeah. my own. Um, but I was like, yeah, I was always worried about looking stupid because I don't mean look, I don't want to look stupid. You yeah. know, I don't want to look like I don't have it all together type of thing. That's it for me. What? Like, I I didn't want to look like I didn't know what I was doing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I never understood, like, people that were able to say stuff like, oh, I struggle with this sin and that. And yes. I was like, oh, my God. Why would you ever it's admit like, that to yeah, somebody else? Why would you admit it? And, like, I, I was even beyond that. It's like, why wouldn't you just quit that? Like, if you're yes. addicted to something or if you're struggling mm. with something or if you're like you're depressed and this and it's like why you won't you just quit you know I'm yeah like, i thought I just the same. always thought that that's so wild right yeah that's this is when i was like this was 20 years ago like when you're 18 like you haven't lived no life, life yet, experience yet. <laughs> and you and now i'm like i could totally i, it, I was thinking about this today yeah. This exact conversation I'm having with you, I'm thinking. I was thinking about it today. Really, I was like, "Why?" I could. I was like, first of all, why can't people just quit being depressed?" You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And other thought, other times, I thought, "How do you even get to that place? Like, how do you get to a place where you're depressed?" And it took me 20 years to figure. It out. I was like, "Oh yeah, you could easily get into a place where you're depressed and yeah. you can't get out." You know what I mean? Like, yeah. especially if you had the past 20 years of your life, you you believe in the same thing over and over and over again. You don't get out of that place by yourself. Right. It's really hard. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. So a better definition of self-righteousness, convinced of one's own righteousness, especially in contrast with the actions and beliefs of others, narrow-mindedly moralistic. Moralistic for sure. Moralistic, It's a perfect way to describe myself. Oh, man. Like, what you're saying too, it's like, low-key i'd be like slightly judging other people being like why can't they just stop yeah being crappy you know and it's so wild it's so wild because man the the whole like hey never mind the log in your eye let's focus on the freaking you know uh twig and splinter splinter yeah yeah. Uh, but 
but when you're blind, you're blind. That's yeah, I know, is. right? Like, yeah. You're just blind. You know, it always this type of conversation all reminds me always reminds me of David when he says, "Search me, O Lord." Mm. You know what I mean? Yes. Because you can't do it yourself. No, you. <laughs> you don't know what you this don't. This is what marriage know. is all about. Like you look at the other person and you see what the other person is like, and they look at you and see what you are like, and you have to know how to call it out and not like offend <laughs> the other person. But you mm. know, it's hard. Does it happen, Va? Not to me. <laughs> it happens to you. <laughs> what do you mean? That you call out my crap all the time. No, I'm just trying to help you be better. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, but anyway, this, this, I don't know if you have anything more to add to this. I part don't. Of it. Um, I do not. Okay. Well, anyway, um, so that was like a huge revelation and I was like, oh my God, I'm, I'm such a piece of crap you know like so i'm i'm like repenting and like god please clothe me in your your clothing mm-hmm. like i want to wear your right like clothe me in that righteousness your righteousness i don't want my self-righteousness like and that's what it, it's, it's something that you're coming up with like righteousness is good when it comes from god not when it's coming from self so um i'm praying about that and whatever right and I, i'm feeling like wow what a wild ride you yeah. know so Okay, so I'm I'm going about my business like we we patch this up. I patch this up with Jesus. We're good now, like no problem. And so I'm <laughs> I'm uh, you know a couple days later I'm praying again and uh, again I'm like just feeling God's presence so awesome and it was so good and and so again I kind of go back into that bowing posture like that kind of started this whole thing anyway. And when I did that, I saw another claw coming at my head and i was like no jesus no i can't not another cat like i can't do this again yeah suffer for weeks and not know what it is i was like what is i can't be real like i have to be making this up because no lord i can't be that screwed up like god please like how screwed up am i you know and so i'm i see this another black claw but this time it wasn't the same it was red it had like red rings around its fingers Mm. and it had a red like you know design on its neck like necklace looking red necklace looking thing but it was a skin and it was a cat it was a black cat and i was like oh my god please lord i'm sorry that i'm so please just i can't go 50 years again not knowing what this cat represents please god (laughs) please you know and i can't take it either you please you don't even know Uh, no when you're upset everybody's upset oh stop yeah you know it's true I don't know about that. It is. Well, I have a lot of influence in this house. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, so um, uh, you know, I'm like, God, please, for the love of you, please tell me what this is, you know. <laughs> and um, I'm praying, and I was like. I don't know. I started, it was kind of, it's, I'm trying to remember this correctly, but, um, so yeah, I'm praying and I saw this cat again, drag me around. And this time, um, I saw like, like kind of the end quicker. Like I saw me getting victory over this again. Like just this time I just ripped its arm off, yeah. you know, and like killed it yeah. right away. And, and so, cause like at this point I'm like, okay, well, I know what I need to do. It's just, you just, I know this is the flesh. So I'm just going to slay this bad boy and let's go. And, um, but anyway, so I saw like Jesus already had a knife for me. Like it was already, we already been down this road. So I'm like, okay, God, like I don't even have to 
start rebuking the enemy. I already know what's happening, so <laughs> I can stop wasting time rebuking the enemy for something that's self and not the enemy, which is a whole thing on its own. Yeah. Where we're like blaming the enemy when it's really just your bad flesh nature that you're actually coming up Episode against. Episode three, Larry. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So anyway, um, I'm praying. I'm like, okay, God, what is this? You know, blah, blah, blah. And I start to see little kittens everywhere in my kitchen. Mm. And I was like, what is this? Oh my God, they're multiplying. <laughs> and I was like, what is this? You know, and there's like little kittens everywhere and I'm praying and I'm like, oh my God, please. What, 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 what selfish nature, what self nature, what flesh nature is populating now? Yeah. And that's exactly what the Holy Spirit said. He was like, well, the flesh always wants to live. Like the flesh's will is always to live and reproduce self. He's like, remember the cat? It was copies of self. Why? Because self always wants to replicate self. Mm -hmm. Your flesh always wants to live on. You yeah. know, the flesh is always going to want to be in control. It's always going to want to multiply. And so I was like, okay. I'm, I'm like, I, so I'm like, I see Jesus. I'm, I'm praying about this and I see Jesus like bagging up these cats because, you know, back <laughs> in the day. Yes. You said dispose of cats in one way or another. Yes. And that was one. <laughs> but anyway, so <laughs> I saw like, but before I even saw that though, like as I was praying, I saw like I had been putting saucers of milk out for these freaking kid kittens. Like I had been feeding mm. these kittens. Yeah. I'd been feeding these offsprings of the flesh, you know? Mm. And I was like, what is this? You know? So I'm praying and I'm like, God, please, please Please, I can't go forever not knowing. And finally, the Holy Spirit was like, well, okay, so there's kittens, right? And we know that there was self-righteousness. And now there's a different cat. And he's like, well, we have kittens. They don't come from nowhere. Your mm. flesh reproduced with some other aspect of your flesh and produced kittens. Mm. And it's like the flesh is going to want to live. It will always replicate itself. It's always going to reproduce because that's just the nature of it. And I was like, okay, so what did this cat, what did my self-righteousness mate with right. that created all these kittens in my life? And the Holy Spirit thankfully told me right away and didn't have to suffer forever. And he was like, your pride. Mm. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. What are you saying? Are you telling me I'm prideful? <laughs> <laughs> and basically, yes. And he's like, your self-righteousness, it, it mates with your pride. And you reproduce more self. Like you just, when you're prideful and you're self-righteous, you're going to be selfish. You're going to have all the things of self, mm. you know? Yeah. And your flesh is going to thrive in those environments. So I was like, oh my God. I'm like, okay. I'm like, you know, and then I started to see like, you know, how Jesus was like, okay, you want to be righteous, right? So you want me to clothe you. And so I saw like, I saw him taking out all the clothes, my garments in the closet. Like I saw him bagging them up. Like these are things that I had bought, things of the world, things yeah. of self. Like these are my clothing. And Jesus was like, you want to get rid of self, right? You want to get rid of your clothing, your righteousness. And I was like, your self-righteousness. I was like, yeah. So I saw Jesus bagging up all these clothes. And I was like, okay, that's good, you know? And then I, and then I was like, I saw back at the cat thing again. Mm -hmm. Like I was kept switching back and forth. And... Um, I'm praying about that. I'm like, God, I, I don't want to be, um, you know, I don't want to, to be prideful, God. Like, please, I don't want to be prideful. And, yeah. you know, okay, like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for being prideful. Please don't let me be prideful. And and then I got, I saw him again, you know, um, 
like taking out all of my wardrobe in my closet. So, and he was like, okay, so like, let's clean out all your clothes. Right. And I was like, yes, right. let's do it. Let's do it. And like clothe me in your righteousness, God, your, your clothes. And so, um, I was like, I'm praying about this. I'm like, okay, God, I'm like, what am I supposed to pray? Like, I don't feel any better. Like, I don't, I don't know what you're leading me in right now. And so I'm praying and I'm like, God, please don't let me be prideful. Please take away my pride. Please, please, please. I'm sorry. All these things. And, um, so finally the Holy Spirit was like, why don't you just pray that I make you humble? Mm. I was like, okay, that seems like a better way to phrase this and pray. So I was like, yes, God, please make me humble. And you know what he did? What? He, he put me in his clothes. So he Mm. took out all of my wardrobe, all of my self-righteousness, all of my pride. He took out all my clothing and he gave me designer clothes, clothes that he specifically designed for me that are tailored for me. Mm. He put me in this like yellow, beautiful ballroom gown and he put a crown on my head and he put like, you know, beautiful like Cinderella shoes on me and he gave me um, like an orb, you know, like those, like the queen has that orb or whatever. Right, right. And the scepter and, and he like, he, he like, made me look like freaking royalty and 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 I'm like praying God like God please make me humble so he he clothed me in his clothing mm. and 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 he was like I'm going to I'm going to show you off he said I'm going to put you in my clothes and my my things that I've been waiting for you to wear my stuff but you can't wear my stuff when you're wearing your stuff Mm. And so I was like, wow, I'm so sorry. Please, God, make me humble. And he was like, clothe me in all this of uh, this righteousness, basically is what I can say. Like, it's like the the crown. And then I, I saw even like the belt of truth. And it was like beautiful. It had like um like a golden, like, you know, emblem on it and like a jewel inside and stuff. It was like, I looked beautiful. I looked freaking awesome. <laughs> and I was like, wow, I don't get it, God. You know, like you're supposed to be making me humble. And he's like, I am. I'm making you humble. And and he was like, I'm going to show you off. And um, he's like, I'm going to I'm going to throw you a ball. And I was like, I don't know what that means. Not like an actual ball, like a bouncy ball, but like a ball ballroom party. You know what I mean? Like yeah. back in the old days where they had those dances yeah. and like, you know, like those. Um, I don't know what they were. were like, to marry people. Yeah, sort of. It was like display for like your daughter. You'd have like one yeah. of those balls for her and like and then everyone could see that's your daughter, you know? Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to throw you a ball. And I was like, okay. And I'm like, you know that's cool i don't get it though like what's happening right now and i'm I'm praying through it and and the whole time i was like man this is so amazing and and i was like god but like why why would you want to throw me a ball like Mm. i don't understand like i'm prideful and like a piece of crap like i don't get it Mm. (laughs) and and he was like i want to i want to show i want to display my design and then he's like you put me in all these designer clothes right so i was like you want to display your design i'm like yeah okay so yeah like you should because like I look awesome like the clothes are awesome like you designed this you know and and I was like but why would you want a ball for that like why a dance or like you know a big party I was Mm. like why not like a like a runway like you know designers design their clothes and they have like um what's it called catwalk yeah catwalk but like fashion show I was like why not a fashion show and he was like because the designer doesn't care about the model and he was like i'm not displaying the clothes i'm displaying you you're Mm. my design you're what i want to show off Mm. and he was like you're the design and 
Yeah. And, uh, and he's like, I want to display you because mm. you're my design. I've designed you. Mm. And so that floored me because I was like, that is so backwards, God. <laughs> yeah. That is the upside down kingdom all up in there. Mm. I was like, what do you mean you want to display me? And, and he led me to James 4, which is, it's so funny because, I mean, I, I thank God, God knows how to teach me and how to show me things and, and let me see his word because otherwise I clearly didn't get it before. Right. You know, like I've read this plenty of times, but until God showed me, I was like, oh my God, okay, I get it now. Yeah. And what does James 4, 10 say? It says, humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up. Mm. So when we become humble, he is the one that displays us. And, and and so sometimes we're searching to be seen or searching to be better than other people with our self-righteousness and our pride. Mm. But really what God is asking us is to humble ourselves, to go low so that he can display his design in you, which is his clothes, his righteousness, the clothing that he's put us in. Um, and, and, and in humility, he'll lift us up and, dis- yeah. and display us. And I was like, oh my God, it's so wild. But, um, yeah. So I had to repent of my pride, um, which is something also I wouldn't tell you that I was prideful because I didn't know I was. Yeah. I like legit did not know I was prideful. Um, but it makes a hundred percent sense, you know. Yeah. Um, when you're led by the flesh, you're gonna have all the products of the flesh: self righteousness, pride, you know, fear, anxiety. All those things are gonna be hand in hand. With those are those are the offspring of the flesh. Jealousy, you know. Yeah. All these things are going to be evident in your of life. The, flesh. the fruits of this exactly. Go to Galatians five or six. It will tell you all the. It's very clear about what is the fruit of the flesh. But, you know, what the problem is, is that a lot of us have fruit of the flesh, but are so blind, we don't even know it. Yeah. And um, really, when God opened our eyes, he opened our eyes to so many more things than I even realized mm-hmm. was something I would have to deal with. Yeah. And this being one of them. And so, um, God, so it's just funny because, you know, I think a lot of times I've heard it prayed or preached before, like, okay, oh man, don't ask God to make you humble because he will, you know, oh, he'll make you humble, you know? Yeah, you ever hear people talk yeah, like that? And the so, yeah. All and it, the time. All the time, right? Oh yeah, don't ask God. Or what, um, one of the recent things I, I've heard preached being like, um, you know, God, you want to purify me or, or like make me holy like you or, oh, increase my faith, God. Mm. Well, yeah. If you ask for that, God's going to, like, who knows, something atrocious. That, but God's going to give you cancer or something, yeah. and your faith will have to be increased. Yeah. You know, I've legit heard similar things like that. Maybe yeah. not that obscene, but basically the same line of thought process. And yeah. I'm like, that is so wrong. That's so wrong. Because God is never unkind, and he's never not good. So if you believe that God is good and he's asking you to be humble, then you have to trust that he in his goodness will always have the best thing for you in that. And that and it's like the the Bible's pretty clear. You humble yourselves so that he can lift you up. Yeah. I mean, why would we ever ask God to not make us humble? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Whether um you're clothed in your own self-righteousness mm. or God's you think you're righteous. What do you mean? Because 
there's no difference to you. Do you get what I'm saying? No. Rephrase that. If you're clothed in self-righteousness, oh. you think you're righteous. Yes. Yes. If you're So you think you're clothed in God's righteousness, but you're not. Yes. You know what I mean? Exactly. And that's where the deceit mm-hmm. is. Yeah. That's the thing. God always God told me this too. He was like, You've been wearing the shoes of the world. You know, you've been wearing the shirts and the pants of the world. And he was like, freaking the world always has its knockoff brands Mm -hmm. you know it's like peace like back back last year we would have parties and we would drink and it was like every time i had off i had to have some kind of form of alcohol why because i was seeking some kind of peace some kind of relaxation why because my shoes of peace were some kind of knockoff brands that the world designed the world thinks that when you get you know you get a little buzz you get to relax and it's you know hey i just saw a sign today miller time you know it's like the island time like why come and relax and drink some alcohol why because the world has nothing better to offer yeah but when we come to god he is the true form of peace he will bring you into that he'll satisfy that longing it's like i don't have any need to drink any more alcohol because i have peace so i don't need to relax i'm good you know and if i'm not relaxed i'll go to jesus because he's my relaxation and Mm. he's the place of my peace he's the source yeah that was a big one for us yeah and it's like, geez, I've been wearing the world's knockoff brands, the the world's knockoff shoes, and there's always knockoff brands to the mm. designer. Yeah. He's the designer, and he has the perfect clothing for you, the perfect mm. righteousness for you. But if you're too busy or you're too blind or if you're just unwilling to undress yourself yeah. before God, then you're not going to be fully, um, your clothes are never going to fully fit you because yeah. they are not designed for you. What I was thinking too is that... Um, God's peace lasts. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when you're, when you reach for a drink, is it? If, if we're not talking alcoholics here, we're just talking like you. You have a drink because you want to take the edge off, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you re- reach for that one drink, it's all good because like now you're relaxed, or whatever, and yeah. your troubles go away. When, when you wake up the next day, it's like you're thrown right back into that mess again. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're. Anxiety is back, fear is back. All those things mm-hmm. are back. Yep. But what I found out lately is like I keep waking up, waiting for some weird feeling to hit me, and it doesn't. Because I yeah. was like, I have that peace that lasts like all times. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like sometimes I wake up excited and I think about God right away, and I think about all the good things. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's not. It's never. I wake up into chaos. Right. Or, or fear or like there was a while that I was waking up there and I was, I was like, oh my God, another day. And it's like, mm-hmm. how am I going to get to that relaxed point? You know what I mean? Like, how am I going to take this f- weird feeling off me or yeah. whatever? Yeah. And it wasn't even like big things. It's just little things. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, and they pile up too. I'm sure for people it's uh, relatable, right? Because Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. Well, yeah, I mean. There's so many little things, you mm. know, and we're always all, I mean, I've already talked about being burdened. Like everyone's burdened and stressed out about everything. Yeah. And it's funny is because like, you know, God's peace and, and having peace in Jesus is not some kind of magic formula where like Jesus automatically makes all of your problems go away. That's not the case. Yeah. But what he does is he, he changes you 
and yeah. how you relate to your environment and yeah. how you feel about your environment and, and knowing that you have hope and that you're not alone in all that crap. Mm-hmm. Like you're not alone and you have somebody to help you and to, to educate you and to guide you and, and to give you that sense of um, understanding when there's not understanding. Like you can you could go to work and your boss be such a jerk to you and treat you horribly and, you know, everything be horrible at work, right? Yeah. So every day you're going to work and so you go home and you drink because you want to relax because everything is just horrible all the time. Well, okay, so now I want to go to Jesus instead of alcohol. So what I'll do is I'll go to Jesus and he will he will give me peace right right and so when i go back to work um my boss is still a jerk Mm -hmm. and everyone's such horrible people there right but how i relate to it is different yeah and my perspective on it is different yeah and and knowing um knowing god gives you perspective and i think what's so great is like also too is like god God, for me anyway, in a lot of ways, makes me see the perspective in like things are only just for a season. That's huge because what I've noticed is that people think that the turmoil and the suffering that they might be going through in this moment, in this season is going to last forever. And God's like, no, 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 this isn't going to last forever. And you're going to see how I'll turn it into something good. And that's the hope. And that's the the renewed mind like he renews our mind and things and he is peace and even when things are chaos like he brings joy and his peace into it and um that's just not something you can find in this world it's true you know yeah but the but the key is here is that you have to go to jesus yeah when you go to other things you're not gonna even if you have a relationship with god if you're not going to jesus with your troubles then you're gonna yeah let's not forget that uh like we're telling people oh, last year we're drinking this and that it's like it's not like we're not christians anymore we're yeah. not going to church I was a Christian. we just we just replaced our process of like going to god with our burdens yeah to you know yeah. you know, just have a little drink it'll take the edge off you know what i mean yeah and that's where the sin is i think i honestly i don't and i we've already said this plenty of times on here but people can hear one thing and go a different direction because they don't like what they're hearing but you know alcohol is not the problem the problem comes in when the holy spirit's telling you to stop using alcohol yeah and come to him and you're not and for me that was that was the sin it's like get drink you know the bible is pretty clear it's like you know all things are permissible not all things are beneficial for you yeah and you have to work out your own salvation you know with pain and stuff you know like (laughs) with um trepidation you know you have to work out your own salvation and you have to let the holy spirit tell you what's right for you so you know i, I don't know read all of what paul's written about yeah. this whole thing he talks about it in length you know it's like okay some people this is okay some people it's not okay so maybe you have no conviction about drinking we're not coming after you about drinking it's not about that it's about the mentality of it yeah, it's about had a making it like this today what? um people need seek their own like <sighs> I was going to say truth, but that's not a good word. No. Yeah, you need you need to seek the Lord and see what are your convictions are and stuff. You know what I mean? Like you can't you can't just have a a rule for everybody in a like universal rule. You know what I mean? Like yeah, no, it doesn't work. You like can't. That. You know, you're Christians. You can't do this, and you're Christians. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. You need to work out your own stuff. You know no, what I mean? Like just go ask Jesus if it's cool yeah, with you and Jesus. Some things that are stumbling block to you it's not for other people you know right, what I mean exactly and so yeah. this isn't like we're not I don't care if you drink alcohol yeah it's not about that yeah what it is about though is like 
the Holy Spirit was very clearly telling me multiple times, stop it. And yeah. I didn't listen. Yeah. Um, and the Holy Spirit revealed that it was really a lack of, well, it was like an idol for one thing. I've already mentioned that plenty of times, yeah. but you know, as you, you go to it for your, you're going, you're going, I was going to alcohol for my source mm. and my expectation and my peace. That is not Jesus. That is an external thing. So that therefore is an idol. Yeah. You have to go to Jesus. Mm-hmm. So that's that. But, um, but anyway, so yeah, um, the world always has its copycats. Um, and, I don't know. I guess the moral of the story here is that it's about, it's really about the undressing, about the honesty in it. Right, right. And um, I guess if I wanted anyone to have this, some kind of application with this, it would be like, Holy Spirit, what am I not seeing? Is there clothes that I'm still wearing from mm-hmm. the world that I don't want to wear? Yeah. That you don't want me to wear? Is there a self righteousness? Is there a pride? Is there something else? Or am I good? Because, the Lord does not want you to miss a step in the bedtime routine anymore yeah. at all, if ever. Yeah, that's a good place to end it. Yeah. Um, I remember the cat story, but I I didn't remember where it led to. It's honestly a really good story. One of my favorites now. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful story. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you blessed me many times with your visions and revelations. Oh, thanks. Yeah. You're good. This is one of them. Good husband. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So, um, well, how about I pray for everybody? Okay. Unless you want to. No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus, for everything, Lord, that you are to us. And and um, God, I thank you that you are our peace and our joy, our salvation, our um, our righteousness, Lord, um, that you make us humble, God, not so that you could squash us like bugs and make us feel like garbage and make us feel like we're trash, but God, so that you can display your, your glory in us, Lord, so that you can be glorified father. And I thank you, God, that you, Lord, I just ask that you be glorified. And Lord, I ask that you just bless everybody that listens to this podcast, God, that you just touch their hearts, Lord, that you'd give them revelation of their own, Lord, that they would have eyes to see you, Father, for themselves, God. I pray that everybody that listens would would um, just inquire of you, God. I think that's mostly all it takes, Lord. It just takes an inquisitive mind to ask you, hey, God, is this something I need to worry about? And I thank you, God, that you are so good and so kind and always so close and always listening, Father, that you will always answer someone that is is after you, Father, or not, God. And I just ask that you just turn every eye towards you, and that every eye would <clears throat> be open, and that um, that everybody would just see you, Father, and, and just know you on a deeper level, God. And um, so, Father, I just ask that you bless everybody's week, and you just, I just pray that they would just... Uh, draw near to you and feel your presence and encounter you in a new way this week in the name of jesus amen amen all right thanks for listening guys like and subscribe <laughs> and share this with people so that they can um unless you hate it then don't share yeah it. i guess then don't do that but either way um <laughs> <laughs> maybe leave a nice comment for us so that we don't have our mean comments the only ones yeah that are on there <laughs> all right we'll see you next week all right bye bye